Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Happy Monday Podcast. My name is Evan Macknick, and this is the podcast to get your week started right. We pick some great news that you may have missed from the previous week, and a new episode drops every Monday, so make sure and hit that subscribe button. On this episode, a tiny hobbit-styled mouse village, a third grader pays for his fellow classmates' lunches, and a couple that haven't let age get in the way of their relationship. A photographer has built the most adorable mini village of log cabins, complete with post boxes and dining tables, so he can take pictures of their tiny residents, a group of backyard garden mice. Simon Dell first started building his tiny shire in spring 2018, after he spotted a wild mouse in his back garden. I could see the cat sitting just feet away from him at the other side of the fence, said Dell, so I piled some small logs around a box as a home for the mouse and covered it with moss and straw to give him a little shelter. I then put some wire fencing around the fence so there was no way the cats could get to the mouse, he added, and we decided to name him George. After saving the mouse, Simon began to add more homes next door to the makeshift neighborhood, and within days, more mice had moved in, looking for creature comforts. The wildlife photographer began adding more to the tiny houses, fashioning detailed dining tables, washing lines, motorbikes, and even a weight set for the resident rodents. They are still wild animals who run away if I get too close. Most of the time I just sit a couple of feet away with a zoom lens. They seem happy to pop in and out, he added. The only food I give them is often all natural and pick up berries and fruits that grow in the local area. Simon now has nine mice living in his back garden village, but he believes that one of the females is pregnant, so he may have to start building more. Here's a story from my neck of the woods. A Texas police officer is being hailed for going above and beyond the call of duty after circumstances brought him to a family going through difficult times. Earlier this week, Officer James Riley was working out in the streets of Austin when he was flagged down by a concerned citizen who saw a little boy walking across an empty parking lot by himself. When Riley caught up with the boy, the youngster said he was walking to a nearby corner store so he could get some snacks for a younger sibling. Concerned for the child's safety, Officer Riley gave him a ride home. But upon meeting the boy's family, Riley was heartbroken to learn of their financial difficulties. The police officer then took it upon himself to go to a nearby H-E-B grocery store and get snacks for the children and easy-to-cook meals for the parents. After Riley bought the groceries to the family's home, he made sure to lecture the kids about safety and the importance of only leaving the house with an adult. Once the Austin Police Department learned of their officer's good deeds, they posted a photo of his grocery cart to social media. Please join us in commending Officer Riley for helping out a family in need, the department wrote. He showed true heart with his act of kindness and is just one example of how our officers work to make Austin a safe community. Since the department published the photo earlier this week, it has been shared hundreds of times. One commenter even offered their own validation to the story by saying, His parental instincts kicked into motion. I have the honor of calling him a good friend for close to 20 years. He's a great dad and a good officer. A nine-year-old California boy used money, which he'd been saving from his allowance since Christmas, to pay for his classmates' school lunch debts for the entire third grade class, sparking widespread praise on social media. Ryan Keote would normally have spent his money on baseball cards or new ballet slippers, his mother Kylie Kirkpatrick told USA Today on Thursday. But one morning, while eating breakfast, he heard on the news that a little girl in Indiana was forced to return her hot lunch after learning she didn't have enough money in her student account. 
Kirkpatrick remembers Ryan asking, How can a five-year-old owe school money? She called West Park Elementary in Napa, California to find out the district's policies on school lunches. Although the school doesn't turn away students who can't pay for school lunches, Kirkpatrick discovered students can accrue debt that is then billed to their parents at the end of the year. As a single parent, I'm pretty strict on finances, she said. If I was to receive a bill of $100 at the end of the year, that would be hard for us. She relayed the information to Ryan after he got home from school, along with the fact that his own classmates in the third grade owed $74.50 in lunch debts. That's when he decided he wanted to use his allowance to pay for his friends. The selfless gesture has received attention from celebrities and politicians alike, including presidential Democratic hopefuls Senator Bernie Sanders and Mayor Bill de Blasio, who used the episode as a chance to discuss issues of poverty in America. They also praised Ryan's actions, with de Blasio calling him one heck of a noble kid. Napa Valley Unified School District confirmed that West Park Elementary School received Ryan's donation to the third grade class and appreciates his support to the lunch program. Ryan's mom said he's touched by all the attention and looks up to other donors, eliminating lunch debt for other schools, such as Chobani's $85,000 contribution to a school district in Idaho. A New Jersey teacher who works a second job as a waitress received a pleasant surprise from two diners who left her a big tip and a sweet note on their bill to thank her for everything she does for children in the community. Catherine Acampora Nielsen, a special education teacher at the Lakewood Middle School in Lakewood, New Jersey, moonlights as a waitress at Woolies Seafood Restaurant in Freehold, New Jersey. When she collected the check from a couple, she saw a note on the receipt along with a $100 tip on their $70.96 bill. Thank you for teaching our kids. Teachers shouldn't have to work weekends, the parents wrote. Akampora Nielsen shared a photo of the check on a private community Facebook group to thank the parents for their generosity and for recognizing her hard work. To the couple that came into Woolies today and left this for me, I can't thank you enough. Lucky there are people out there who appreciate hard workers. Hope you two enjoyed your day away from the kids, her Facebook post reads. The post was later reshared on a public Facebook group on Sunday to bring attention to the couple's kindness. While Akampora Nielsen just wanted to express her gratitude, her post fielded responses from people on Facebook pointing out how common it is for teachers to have to work additional jobs. So commendable, one person wrote, thanks for creating a conversation that illustrates how many of we teachers have had to work more than one job to support our families. Harold Nelson has been fishing since he was 8 years old. The 104-year-old has been fishing longer than his 94-year-old girlfriend has been alive. Nelson, who lives in Colorado, served in the 3rd Infantry during World War II under General George S. Patton. Throughout the war, he was shot four times. I haven't near got killed fishing yet, Nelson exclaimed while his girlfriend, Jean Gold, laughed in the background. Nelson and Gold met on a bus to a casino nearly 10 years ago and have been together ever since. With nearly 200 years of life experience, the happy couple spends most of their time fishing and laughing. That does it for this episode of the Happy Monday Podcast. I'd like to thank our ecstatic level patron, John Macknick, and our top patron, Rich Macknick. If you like what you heard and want to join them, please consider giving us a buck at patreon.com slash happymonday or on our anchor page. If you can't contribute financially, please rate and review the podcast, and if you have some friends who you think would love some great news, make sure and share it with them. You can get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and check out our new website, happymonday.online. If you have a story that would be good for a future episode, 
send an email to happymondaypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and here's the Happy Monday quote of the week from E.E. Cummings. Once we believe in ourselves, we can risk curiosity, wonder, spontaneous delight, or any experience that reveals the human spirit.